Welcome to our podcast, This Life, The Chronicles of Autism Mums. I'm Alison Saraf, and I'm joined each week by amazing women who happen to have children on the spectrum. We talk about navigating the ups and downs of parenting kids with autism and how that affected us and our lives as women, professionals and mothers. Strap in, grab some tissues, sometimes you'll cry from empathy and others from laughter. Join us on our journey of this life. And it could have been they just went to the bathroom, yeah. or they just went to a store, yeah. or they just went out on their own. He was mm-hmm. like, no, this, we have to be together. And um, so that threw me a bit because mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how to deal with that because I could see, and it's the first time I've kind of really seen major anxiety in him, <laughs> but I also didn't really know how far to push it because mm-hmm. he was really upset about oh. it it wasn't just a well you know yeah, and he'd be at that kind of perseveration station where he would not it's like you know where they are i've just told you where they are oh. but it it wasn't yeah. it's it not enough yeah. it wasn't it was like yeah. I, where are they oh they're in the bathroom oh they're in the shower oh, they've gone yeah. to the park yeah. so you know where they've gone but that next thought yeah. was yeah. okay they're fine because yeah. they'll come back to us i think it yeah. was the thought that they wouldn't Come back, or mm. there was something dangerous about it, or there was yeah. a safety, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it was really um, trying to understand how to navigate mm-hmm. that because you know, with a group of us, someone's gonna. Well, leave. yeah, and also we're, we're going. You know, yeah, we can't yeah. just all go together just because you said. I didn't want him to have that level of control. Sure. Um, even to the point where I've got obviously, you know, I have three children, so I've got. And I have a 14-year-old, 12-year-old, because they've just had their birthdays, and I've got a nine-year-old. So he's obviously in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I've got a 14-year-old who, at bedtime, so I don't know, his bedtime would be like 9, 9.30 um, at night, and um, in, the, in the holidays. And he, he would be like, right, everyone, you're, you're all coming to bed now. Eldest daughter's like, no, mm-hmm. come on, I'm not going to bed yet. You know, she wants to stay up and watch Love Island or whatever's going yeah. on. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's like the eldest privilege yeah. on a on a on a break. And um, he's like, no, I, I'm just going to stay here. So he just sit there and wait for her. And wait. Oh, and I'm like, goodness. no, you're not. You're not waiting. Yeah. You have to go because it's. And it wasn't because I didn't want him to say, it's just like, I don't want him to have that level of control over okay. his siblings. Yeah. Um, but equally, I was trying to be sympathetic to, because I was trying to understand what about that whole situation for him was an issue, whether or not it was just that he was worried, even mm-hmm. though I am the mother and I am downstairs. Yeah, like it's not your problem to worry about. No, that. exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know, and I really don't think it's that, because I yeah. really don't think that. I mean, about his little sister, I don't think he really cares. Do you think his personality is like tied up with the like he he's like they're all extensions of him? Like they're like never thought about we it. have to move together. And it's it's yeah. hard. It's it's hard to. Um, yeah, because I remember when we were little and my brother, he would rent a, that time he used to have VCRs and he would rent a movie and we would always watch the movie together. Mm-hmm. And then one day he decided he'll watch it alone because he was growing up and he really? was <laughs> And so you watch the movie alone without us. And it was, it was like he broke something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah maybe. and then something we have to get used to mm. at one point in life. And maybe that's from... 
for your son. Maybe they are because yes, we go to bed together. Mm. That's how it is. Mm. Mm. I don't so know. It's, it's uh, like a, it's strange because actually since we've been home from this vacation. He needs to go around to everybody's bedroom, even like my eldest. Mm. He goes in and he's like bedtime. He's oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think like like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, um, you've become like the dynamic has changed here. And yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know whether like, he thinks he's like the man of the house, or whether like, he's in charge, or whether like, he's checking. It's it's interesting, cute. so I'd like yeah. to know more about what. Yeah. So that that's been quite a challenge, actually. It of doesn't course, really sound yeah. like a challenge, but when you no, try to navigate it's like every single situation, exactly, the but people really, really yeah. upset the whole dynamic of a trip because if he's stressed mm. and angry, yeah. yeah, then one it frustrates. It makes me sad, but it also really frustrates me because it's like. We're just here, we're having a good time, and just because you cannot get over this, get past this, then yeah. everyone is gonna, everyone suffers in that situation. I think it's one of those, like, I don't say too many cooks because it's not that, but it's just like there's a lot of people and you're trying to please everyone and yeah. want everyone to be happy yeah. and yeah. enjoy themselves on a holiday, well, and that might look different from person to person. Mm. So, uh, like, we, I have an only child, so when we go on certain trips, uh, I'll, I won't say every single trip, but a lot of the trips, if he's with us, it ends up being a little bit focused on, not the big ones, but like the short trips, on the things that he likes. So he loves to go to zoos, the same. he likes to it's go the same do these whatever, yeah. so we end up doing these like activities. The kids too. happy, everyone's happy. Exactly. <laughs> but then it's kind of like sometimes as a parent, like exhausted, I'm like, oh, I didn't really want to go to another no, no, zoo today, <laughs> please. <laughs> but I mean, actually, funny enough, <laughs> I, I actually enjoy it, to be honest with you, but like when it's like every day you're running around just trying to get activities, right. it's kind of I mean, exhausting, because both, actually both of us are very like much home buddies and we're very into our routines mm. and that's the issue I have and I think he also has it you get to a point where you're like yeah I need to go back yeah. because you just get if it's a feel completely off it's out of sorts you feel out of sorts and it's fine for some time yes. but towards the very mm -hmm. end of that long trip mm -hmm. like I actually changed my flight and came back a week, week earlier mm -hmm. than I was supposed to and a big part of this is like balancing the thought of what am I going to go do in Doha in the mid of like August. Yeah. Like the weather is yeah. horrific. Yeah. But there was so many heat waves this summer and yeah. when I left it was in the middle of a heat wave yeah. and in my country like yes some people have ACs here and there but it's not like as common, mm -hmm. it's not centralized, yeah, yeah. it's in a couple of rooms maybe if you're lucky to have that and it's like it's hot here and there. You know, it'll be fine. And I was so happy I came back because I needed time to get settled mm -hmm. in the house. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of things to get done before school started. So it was perfect. However, I would have liked to have that first a few weeks just to stay in the nice weather. Yeah. But it's just one of those things like, do I stay in a place that has good weather or do I come back and but get settled? But that's another thing. You're and... flexible. This is yeah. the thing. You don't, you're not like, oh, well, I booked my flight now, so I need to stay. Yeah. You know, you're, you, you, you've kind of got it in your head that are you fluid you're like okay well this is not working for me right now it's yeah. not working for him like i don't i don't think that extra week was gonna add anything so, to my so trip. it's not like well i i need to stay here because no. it's just like okay well we can you know we can move this yeah around so as i was saying my my son and i are both you know routine people 
And I just kind of, like, I think he was ready to come back way before uh, we did. Mm-hmm. But again, I mean, there wasn't much of things to do mm-hmm. here, being stuck in hot weather. Everyone was out of the country, so you cannot even, like, socialize and stuff. So it's always, like, a, a price that, you know, you have to pay. Sometimes I want to come back way before, you know, that I did. But I just, it was just one of these things where you have to pick one of two evils. Right. Really. Yeah, yeah, but it kind of is, yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I did change the flight. Uh, and he, he was happy to even go with his dad. But we had, like, a lot of work being done to the house. So his dad was super busy, had a few flights, so he wasn't able to take it back with him. But yeah, if it was up to him, I think he would have returned a lot earlier. And him. why do you think that is? Because he likes to be at home. So he likes home and he likes the routine at he home. He does. And I think part of it is also when he's free, I don't, I like to not, of course, like everyone, I don't like that he's on screens all the time. But I think when he's home and I just let him be, which mm-hmm. is something that I want him to do sometimes, mm-hmm. He'll always end up choosing, you know, a screen. However, at least at home, he also has toys and he has a few other options that he might not have while we're on vacation mm-hmm. or maybe not have as much of a variety or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's definitely one of these kids that, like, likes to be at home yeah. to My, do his thing. No, and he doesn't no, want yeah. someone to keep telling him what yeah. to do. And honestly, yeah. I hate being that, that, person. that person. I hate mm-hmm. having... Yeah, I hate being put in that situation where I have yeah, to like, yeah. always be telling him what to do. It's yeah. kind of annoying, I think, for yeah. both of us. Yeah. What about you, Huma? Because you stayed for the break this yeah. year. Um, so, obviously, you had um, three kids hmm. and uh, you chose not to travel yeah. uh, this break. Yeah. So, um, in terms of uh, entertaining them, in terms of you know, the benefits, the pros and cons of that, apart from the first week where everyone's like super happy just to be yeah. getting up late and relaxing. Yeah. I always find when I'm at home with my children, it's just a feeding frenzy. Mm-hmm. I don't understand <laughs> what it is. It's to, even the feeding of oh. them. It's everyone, yeah. for me, everyone can't eat at the same time, mm-hmm. unless yeah. it's breakfast, lunch, everybody always wants a snack yeah. and at a different time. Yeah. And nobody's happy all at the same time. So everybody really pisses me off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everybody is one of it's like, can you just all choose a time to be yeah. hungry? Exactly. I can't deal with it all of you. So yeah. for you, yeah. you know, what what have been the kind of the highs and the lows? And also what have you seen in your kids that you know you you might not have noticed in that kind of daily routine of school mm-hmm. and everything else? Once they've taken a break and stepped back, I've noticed quite a lot about all of my children, but especially Noah this summer, and also family have noticed quite a lot as mm-hmm. well. You know, people that haven't seen them for a while. So, what 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 were the kind of highs and lows for you with Hyder and yeah. you know you know being a teen at home? Yeah. During um, the break. Well, what I've seen is that. Uh, with time, um, I, I made a conscious decision. I, I think you, you made this decision after you've, you're, you've done your part, you've, you've done your years of therapy. So you sort of earned that, that, okay, I can take a step back. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. It's so true. It's like, I've done my time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I guess, you know, the, the newcomers, the new beginners, they don't have that luxury. You have to put in your time. You have to serve yeah. your sentence. That's right. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, that's a very 
That is true. true. It is very true. true. I think with the experience, I think with the experience, like uh, Homo was saying, you get to that point where you've done your best for years with whatever options are available. Come to the awareness that we there's trust as well every year, every break. But you come to the awareness that you're not gonna always have everything available. You're going to do the best you can with whatever you do have available. And that is enough. And it's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> and it's yeah. enough and it's okay. Yeah. It is enough and it's okay. Yeah, it's, that's that's the thing that I, you know, I felt that, okay, after all these years, I, I mean, you know, us parents and mothers especially, because mostly it's the mothers who are doing the this task of, you know, the therapy and, and all this. So in most cases. Okay. So <laughs> just for me dad's like that. No, I do it all. <laughs> so I kind of feel like there's always one person taking the charge. Maybe usually it's yeah. the I think it has to be on the couple. Yeah, and then done. the other person yeah. has to yeah. usually step back. Yeah. yeah, so um in denial. So <laughs> you know you still you know, you have to be you're still on the go that oh you have to you have to push your kid to the finishing line and you you know you keep on doing this but but a point comes when when you burn out when you like there's no finish line this is autism yeah and then, and you know it, it starts affecting you and you don't you don't realize it you don't realize it, that it starts affecting your personality and it causes, you know, the stress level stays. But, you know, we're, we're women, we're, we're supposed to, like, you know, push through, you know, just push through the pain, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we keep on doing it till we, um, and, and I, I've noticed that it started affecting my personality. I, I was short-tempered, I would snap, I would be bitchy, I would, you know, and, and then it affected my personality, with the, my relationship with the kids. And I was like, you know, this... And I, I could be much nicer to a stranger's child because I know I that is you know child, yes I'm, yeah. he's not my responsibility mm-hmm. I can be nice to him for five minutes ten minutes but with my kids I had all these you know things and expectations mm-hmm. and external expectations and pressure and I was like so I I was like I need to step back and I and I don't and I um, you know be give myself a break, give them a break and and also defend myself against all those expectations that, oh, are you doing enough? Are you did you do this? Or what are you gonna do with the kids? Have you anything planned? So no, the, the external um the pressure. The pressure the external pressure yeah. that comes with that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, what you should be doing versus what you think yeah. you should be doing. So yeah. I, I have to like be confident about that that listen I, for the first time in my life, I've started saying, I'm tired. Like when I'm asked that, oh, why can't you have a normal conversation with me? Or why can't you do this? I'm like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm tired, you know? So I do that and I, I own it and I still, I still think it down. <laughs> I think it's one of these things where it's so easy when you're the person dealing with all of this, even if you're not actually doing something, just thinking about it all the time, yeah. trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. It's so easy to get like sucked by all of it, mm-hmm. where you kind of sort of lose yourself as well a mm-hmm. little bit, and then you dedicate all your energy and mm-hmm. time, and you only have so much energy and so much mm-hmm. time in a day, um, <clears throat> where it's very easy to burn out. Yes. And once you're in that stage, you need a lot of self love to kind of like recover and get to a point because you're you. It's normal, like it's a normal human behavior for you. Mm-hmm. 
to maybe snap or be triggered by your kids because they're your kids and mm. you know it's just like absolutely yeah. normal but that's also because you are extremely burnt out and you're under pressure you yeah. put pressure yeah, on yourself to get stuff done definitely yeah. because no but one's gonna fight for your stuff. kid more yeah. than not you. the normal just stuff average, like, I mean, like this is the, the heavy stuff yeah. right? this is this is another layer you know, on top of yeah. the normal stuff exactly. so it's not like no. Um, you know, separate from that, but it's just on top of everything yeah. else. Yeah. So and I kind of feel there's a time frame. You feel the pressure of a time frame. I yeah, think. Definitely. You've got to, you know, when they're younger, you've got to get this done. You've got to get that. Yeah, and sure. that's why I'm talking about us being veterans yeah. because now, with the experience, yeah. experience. you yeah. have, like Thomas said, that luxury of remembering that you're human and they're human and they're yeah. not perfect. <laughs> they're imperfectly perfect, <laughs> and you know, it's just. You do your best, and when you're tired and you need to rest and not do yeah. and just be, you take that time for yourself. You do a come up. Yeah. I'm tired. You know, I'm talking to my mom. I do that, and then you move along, and you get your energy back up again, and then you go yeah. at it again. What were you saying to your mom? Uh, I was talking to my mom, and you know, my parents are of that generation that they believe that if you praise a child, uh, the child will be spoiled, you know? Mm-hmm. So they never, um, I mean, they're lovely parents, but they never like praised just that. Oh, good job, or you know anything. Anything. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't remember much. I mean, the guests. If, if the guests come home, they would start. You know, look at my daughter. You know, just. Uh, they're like <laughs> bragging about their. Kids. No, they're not bragging. They're like doing the opposite. Ah, okay. I said, Mama, why? Why do you have to say that in front of the guests? You know. <laughs> you know, so they put us down instead of you know building us up. I said, Why don't you learn from that? Like other ladies, look when we come, they're like, my daughters are the best. They are like they do this, and I'm like, just learn from her. Why? Why? It's you so funny that so you're down that. like this. Yeah, so that is. that is the like the South Asian mentality, I guess. So they were of that, you know, and and we tested our parents also. Um, so one one day I was just like in a bad mood, and I usually I never talk about this stuff with my parents. You know, and they're far away. I don't want to put them under any pressure or anything. Talking to my mother and saying, "Mama, uh, like, were we this difficult? You know, I, because I was, I was done that day. I was like, were we? Was it this difficult? And then, you know, she was like, "Oh, Homa, you know, I think about you. You know, and she's sitting over there and she's like, oh, I think about you.' And then and I'm like, she's like, she's used the word Afreen. Afreen means like in awe or something, like in Aww. praises. Aww. That's so sweet. Aww." Aww. She's in awe of what you do for your kids and how what you take on. You know, she's she's never said that. I don't know whether it's whether it's the age or but she sees you, Huma. She sees you, and she sees. You know, what she, the, she the, said that for the first time. She's like, "Oh, you know, I sit there and I think, you know, what you're doing." And I'm like, oh. "You know, Cindy, I, you know, I had tears, and I'm like, oh." <laughs> I said, oh, she's never said that, and I, you know, and I never felt that. But, but it, it felt it, nice it, it, to hear because she sees you. And she she exactly, it's the validation yeah. and from your mom. Like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, so I'm like, oh, no. Did that give you a boost? Yeah, Did that make you feel like it felt really nice, but it also mm-hmm. felt, you know, you you still you because you're also in that mode all the time that oh. You're not doing enough. You're not doing enough. So I'm like, I still, even now, like I, I don't believe her. I'm like, oh, ma, if you take that phrase, you'll become lazy. So just like, just take a pinch of it. 
but but don't take I it. I can't revel in it. Yeah. I can't. I can't yeah. Accept yeah. all of that because that would make me stop. Yeah, like I can't yeah. say that. Oh yeah, it's done. I'm done. <laughs> this is never done. I, I, I think I think it's such a good feeling to be validated, mm-hmm. but I think you will always not to focus on the negative or the struggles that kids have, but you will always uh, notice things nobody else does, and that might, you know, either worry you or put you in, like, kind of call to action, get something done right. about whatever, yeah. just kind of, like, uh, an attitude. Yeah, you are, because you're we're analyzing, like, every word and yeah. every move and every yeah. situation, yeah. which you don't need to kind of, like, no. go about but it that way. I think we always celebrate... We, we always celebrate. So, for example, I was just talking to about Noah's, um, the, the senses are coming, mm-hmm. you know, his, his awareness of the situation, yeah. you know, is great. But we don't sit and go, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> woo! <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. what's the next thing? Yeah. And how do we deal with that? And how yeah. do we, and then with that, as he's growing, we're yeah. recognizing that, you know, he's aware now, which is great, which is better than not being aware. Mm-hmm. But along with that, it comes with another set of problems and yeah. issues and things to navigate and things I need to learn about quickly. Yeah. So I know how to deal with them really, really fast yeah. Yeah. because I don't want to mess it up even more yeah. by reacting differently. Yeah. Because I wouldn't necessarily deal with that situation with one of my girls in the same way. Because if they did that, I'd be like, do you know what? Just go to bed because... Yeah. Listen, hear me. You're younger. You're going to be tired tomorrow. Go to bed. Can't have that conversation with him. Yeah. Because there's no reasoning there. <laughs> you know? So I know there's no reasoning with a lot of our children, and often with my girls, there's not a lot of reasoning, but it's different. And honestly, not to make that like, or other things sound worse than that or anything, but, no, I, but I, I want to say you know, both ways. Mm something is just going to be difficult. <laughs> so yeah. you might not have to reason, which is difficult, yeah. and you have to figure out how right. to navigate, but also the opposite of the that. Too much talking. And it's having that. to explain <laughs> yeah. and discuss yeah. and negotiate yeah. and bargain mm-hmm. over every little yeah. request mm-hmm. that you ask of them mm-hmm. all day, yeah. every day, yeah. whether it's like Throw a change your clothes, take a shower, brush your teeth. Like when it's down to like every single thing, I think it's also exhausting. Exactly, but it's it's an intensified conversation, which that never ends (laughs) at every at either level. So it's either nothing, Mm. no conversation. So you you can't have that. So you're kind of standing your ground, but not having. You're anticipating what they would say or what they are thinking, or on the other side, you've got somebody that is like a war and peace situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. so intense. Yes. And there's no middle ground, right? Yeah. We're, we're either at one end of the scale or the other. Yeah. Do you feel, I mean, um, you know, I, I look at the kids and I, I feel they're, oh, they're, and I know it's not like that, but I feel, oh, they're, they're one dimensional. If they're upset, they will tell me. If they're happy, they will tell me. And I, and I know it's not like that. I mean, when, when I was their age, when I was 14 or even 10, you know, you have all these complex thoughts that, you know, you're happy, you're depressed, you're jealous, you're, you're uh, rejected, mm-hmm. you, you, you're under peer pressure, you know, and, and so you have a lot of these things. And I, sometimes I, you know, I worry about them. Um, and I, uh, and I, you know, I ask my kids, you know, just, uh, just 
just in, like running around the day. Are, are you guys okay? Are you happy? They'll be like, yeah. And I, I remember I used to do the same thing, you know, like when I would come home from school, the parents would ask me, how was your day? Fine. Even though I would have a horrible day in school or how was the exam? Fine. Even though I knew I would flunk it, you know. <laughs> I was like, why, why tell them now? Let's wait till <laughs> Something I heard, sorry to interrupt you, but like very quickly, uh, where they say you shouldn't ask kids, like when you pick them up from school, you shouldn't right. be asking them, yes. how was your day, yeah. and all of that, yeah. and you should kind of like focus more on like, oh, I've missed you, oh. so they just see you, <laughs> kind of thing, where you don't like 